Welcome to the Carl <laughs> Experience, Season Three, Interview Number Two. Blah, dos. Okay, this week we're interviewing my brat, my daughter, my hellspawn, my hellseed. I don't know why you're talking. I came from your beard balls. Again, my hellspawn, my hellseed. Okay. I wanted to continue the series I was doing on the LGBT community. I'm sorry that everything's backlit. This is her room. She doesn't live with me, so it's we we're making do with what we have. We're sitting on bar stools. It's quite uncomfortable. Yes, not as uncomfortable as say sitting on a bed of nails, but yeah. you win some, you lose some. <laughs> it's always a flight or fancy thing. Okay. Introduce yourself. I am Brianna. You don't get my last name. Well, yeah, because I don't have my last name because I don't want you finding me on social media. That's weird. But, um, shut up. Um, I came from his sperm and my mom's ovaries, or is that where they come? I don't know. Ovum and spermatozoa, if you want to go that route. Okay. Um, I don't live with my dad because I'm a foster kid. <laughs> Make it sound really tragic. <laughs> it's just a long wolf tale of an orphan whose father's semi alive, I guess. Oh. <laughs> now we've gone to manga. Okay. okay. Age. Um. What is it? Seventeen. <laughs> Still seventeen until August. Seventeen big old years. <laughs> uh huh. Recently, a graduate. <sighs> what school? Uh, Tony's Learning Center because I'm stupid. Tony's Learning Center, graduating, graduating. <laughs> she has the diploma. I have pictures of it. I have record of it. <laughs> Don't have to worry about that no more. It's sitting right there. Uh huh. But I have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need to know anything other than that. <laughs> no, you Okay. Now, here's the weird question. You missed a bomb opportunity to get my pride flag in the photo. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I thought that I honestly thought that was a soccer flag, but <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm a soccer fan. Come on, okay. Now your your sex is non-binary, <laughs> female. <laughs> okay. Now your your gender non-binary. Your gender identity non-binary. And your sexuality pansexual. Pansexual. Okay. Pans really, they really give me. <laughs> so you're gonna hear a lot of laughing <laughs> over here. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Being an adult is hard. Uh huh. Is that what she said after he got done writing? No, just take me back to your ball sack. <laughs> this is gonna get weird. <laughs> but welcome to the show. <laughs> um. Yeah. I decide. I. This is gonna be released in about. Four or five days, because so it's June fourteenth now or fifteenth, one of those days. I don't know. Time doesn't. No, when my anymore. cycle, uh, when my data cycle upticks and restarts, I'm at a high speed data. That's why we're recording this. Oh, so it's a lot less glitchy when you upload it. It'll no. I always process them and shrink them anyway. Well, this, I know, but either way, like normally the videos come up to be about seven gig. I shrink them to the point where they're about three or four hundred megabytes. That's how I can produce so many of them. And I just erase the big version. But this will be released. You'll get notified. You'll probably get uh, yeah, notified, I'll get notified about it. Your father but... uploaded a link to Facebook. 
There's going to be about three, I'm thinking three or four videos all going to be uploaded the same day. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm not I, watching I'm... any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, cool. It's all a shroud experience. <laughs> okay. Now, when did you discover your gayness? If that's what you want to call it. Your... When did I get infected with the gay? Uh, it was from the mist at the light tower. I don't think... <laughs> It was, obviously it's a realization. Yeah. Like it's something that you come come to the point like where like a road of discovery. Yes, yeah. really. Um and I think my probably any point in my childhood to be honest, because uh Tinkerbell, come on now. You gotta admit, girls kinda of I think the most notable for me, and I wasn't sure how to like really describe it, but I don't I don't think I ever really put a label on myself as a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was the tomboy. <laughs> Like nine the tomboyish one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I when was... your sister, when your other sister wasn't being a uh, undead turd of a zombie apocalypse <laughs> wasteland of violence. Yeah. And for yeah, the... her older sister used to get in, go into rages and fucking have to be restrained for a while and brought down. Continue. Um, I think, <laughs> one, it started with never really labeling myself, because, like, I don't think, one, growing up, like, around you a lot mm -hmm. of times, it wasn't so much seeing, it, there wasn't a lot of labels on anything. It was kind of like, hey, this is da-da-da-da-da, there with da-da-da-da-da, and that's just kind of the way it was. It was really non-judgmental. No, and and you, you, you purposely made it that yeah, way. Yeah, I purposely But because did of that, that, I wasn't <laughs> so big on, like, I wasn't just, like, immediately, like, okay, I was boy crazy growing up. Like, I remember having, like, oh. 30 different crushes. But I also remember crying because other girls looked different in dresses than me. And I was like, but they're so pretty. And then also I remember one time, like, I don't know how old I was. I think I was, like, eight, okay, mm -hmm. to be honest. And we were watching, it was some movie with, like, Catwoman. <laughs> and you had to cover my eyes. <laughs> I could still see through your hands. And I, was, okay. I was pretty much like, dang. I was like, that's interesting. But I never, I didn't, I don't think I really labeled it. Like, throughout middle school, I did some things with some girls, I guess. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then at the beginning of high school, but I don't think I really ever put a label on it until, like, I think it was, like, the summer between eighth grade and freshman year. And I was like, I don't have a preference. Like, I, I like people. I mean, I hate people, but, like, some are okay. <laughs> and I was like, and it doesn't really matter who they are. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, it matters who they are, not what they are. Boy, girl, non-binary, trans mass, trans femme, anything. Long as you're a semi-decent person. We're not talking about my taste here, so that's completely different. <laughs> I know I have shit. I had shit taste. <laughs> uh, yes, you did. <laughs> but... For a long time, it wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, exclusively interested in, like, terrible people. But it's mainly meeting a person and seeing the rawest form of them. The form when they're not around other people. When they're acting, like, completely themselves. No masking, no filters, no nothing. Just being their natural And I take self. it in your experience, a lot of your generation d does way too much masking? Yeah, a lot of it. Like... <laughs> The camera didn't oh. pick that up, but I'm pretty sure of okay. it. <laughs> My phone went off, just so they know. Like, and it just stopped out of nowhere. Like, okay. um, It's just a matter of a lot of our generation does masks. They pretend to be something they're not to fit in up until a certain point. And a lot of times, this might sound a little bit sketchy, I promise, I promise it's ahead. not that bad. 
Being around people when they're not around other people and they feel comfortable around you, that's when the truest part of themselves come out. Like, the part that's not afraid to goof around. Some, let's say, let's take toxic toxically masculine men for example yeah i've met a few who have admitted to being bi-curious but you know, obviously that's not my place to out or anything but they can t- confide in that into me one-on-one but they think if they no, tell their you're friends mentioning names it really doesn't matter yeah. what you're saying about them but they they'll be like well you can't tell my friends because what if they make fun if they make fun of you are they really your friends because why is that such a bad thing I don't know. My friends growing up, we made, we all made fun of each other. We, we used well, to I know, rip but the like, shit it's like the other, toxically masculine form. Like, oh, they're not gonna accept me, or they're gonna beat me. You know what I mean? The whole. Shebang. Yeah, for, see, from my experience, it was um, when my parents thought I was gay growing up. Because at one point, they actually thought I was full blown gay. Oh, you don't want to be rough. part of the fruit basket family. The alphabet mafia. If oh, you will. you're just funny as hell. But. Um, when my fr- when my friends used to kid me about being gay, because they didn't have a girlfriend at the time, we used to get we used to stay up all night and then get really really high and really really drunk, and if they ribbed if they ribbed you about it but didn't pick on you, well, then it was yeah we're gonna make fun of what you couple- are, but as far as attacking you personally, no we're just gonna. We're just gonna rip the shit out of you until this is more of a sense of a toxically to. masculine person <coughs> hanging around a group of toxically masculine person. Where being mm-hmm. gay might as well mean you're interested in them just because they're of the same sex, even if they're only bi curious, which literally is not a lot. Well, not not even It's just not a. It doesn't mean you're exclusively interested in men or like the same sex. Here, we're gonna move the camera over to there so we can have some light on us okay because we look like we're just begging for some <laughs> weird silhouette where are we moving the camera to we're gonna move it over there are you gonna have to edit this out no it's gonna stay in <laughs> okay watch out i'm sitting on this side of you so i can hear you yeah that means move that chair i don't know where i'm going oh, okay yeah uh there's no mess behind you you're blind that's that's what this is. Okay. See? Now they can see us. <laughs> I prefer it better in the darkness. Oh, tough shit, Vampira. Come on, Nina. Come on. <coughs> Say hi. Now. So you made that discovery, and what do you think of the state of the LGBT community as of right now with everything... As a shitstorm that it is. As much as so many people try and deny it, there's a lot of different forms of phobias within the community itself. Like, it's not just yeah. homophobia or transphobia from the outside. There's some disc- a lot of discourse, not just a little bit, going on within. And, I mean, it's because there's umbrella terms and a bunch of other things. And it can be really messy. And, like, as, like, pansexuals and bisexuals sometimes get the brunt of it. I have some of the seen that, but I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying. <coughs> I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying it's, I haven't seen it. Oh, that's. I mean, fair enough. Um, a lot of it comes from the argument that pansexual isn't a real sexuality because bisex the bisexual meaning has changed from a person attracted to the same gender and other gender identities. And pansexual is being attracted to all genders with no preference. And then there's also (laughs) 
omnisexual, which is very similar to pansexual, but it's not the same because they're, um, the part about being pansexual is there's a big part of it that's kind of like, you don't really take gender into account. Gender doesn't really matter. And a lot of omnisexuals, not a lot, some that I have encountered have tried misconstruing that to be, oh, well, I actually register with someone's gender. I am fully aware I'm going to respect your pronouns, any name you go by, whatever. It's just gender isn't a very big, there's no cool way to word it, really. But it isn't as big of a deal to me. Like, you be what you feel comfortable with as yourself. And that's enough to make me happy. I would say the exception to that would be identifying as a unicorn or a horse. That I don't think that's a part of the LGBT. I don't know. I might be a little unversed, but like uh, according to what I've read in some places, it's actually a part. Just like uh, the dreaded uh, attraction to children bit. That. Yeah, please, I, I just felt people were trying. People were trying to weaponize that. Like, you really think anyone in their right not mind within the LGBTQ community is going to be like, yes, pedophilia? No, it's not. It's not a sexuality. It is an issue, and it is an issue that's not being allowed within a our community. Health issue. Yes, it's not even mental. Yeah, a lot of mental health. Like, you're supremely fucked in the brain, and you need to go the fuck away forever. Especially mm -hmm. if you can't control it. Like, that's disgusting. And no oh, one in the community that. really should be standing by that. And anyone I am friends with, in particular, that is within the community, is not okay with that. Because that is disgusting. That is not a sexuality preference. It is not an age thing. This tends to stem more from gender or sex. And it's almost as bad as the super straights. Uh, the super straights. Did you not hear about that one? No, I have not. Please inform <sighs> me. Uh, this is a big thing a while back. I don't think you heard <clears> much <throat> of it because that was when I was still... What you like to do with social warrior <laughs> justice? Like, social justice warrior? Mm -hmm. Facebook. This super straight thing was uh, created by what? I think it was... Who's definitely a man? Come on, it's all men. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't hate men. <laughs> Just, they kind of sucky, but that's pretty much just my taste. No, they had decided that um, they were going to make a new sexuality. And the sexuality was going to be super straight. They had a little flag for it. I'm not going to bother pulling it up. It looked like Pornhub. It was stupid. Okay. <laughs> but the point behind it really was just, um, well, I would never get with a trans woman or a trans man who... Because I don't know what's in their pants. And when the argument was brought up by the LGBTQ community, what if they had bottom, top, you know what I mean? You couldn't tell. Like, genitalia-wise, having a genitalia preference is completely different. Like, if you don't want to screw a woman who hasn't gotten bottom surgery yet, that's fine. That is your call, that is your genitalia preference, but trying to create a sexuality where you're ignoring, like, the big part of people who may have fully finished transitioning fully... Mm -hmm. Like, how are you going to know the difference? They're like, well, a doctor crafted I... it. I mean, you're telling me you could tell the difference from <laughs> some vagina made at the doctor's office compared to what you're getting at home. It's going to have the same feeling, my guy. This one made by God. This one made by Dr. Schwartz. <laughs> and they were just, it was just incredibly <sighs> transphobic. And it caused a lot of discourse among one straight and... The LGBTQ community. Well, going along the same strain, there was that uh, movement within the tra within the trans woman thing about straight men need to date trans women. Um, 
And I was, I really got, I really sunk my teeth into that because it's like, okay, you've got this guy who transitioned to a girl. He still hasn't gotten all the surgery done. But she, I respect the she part at least. This person is still slamming people and get and looking nastier with every year. I've checked up on this person. Oh, so it's a specific person. They, yeah, it's a specific person. We still person. respect the pronouns though because I don't know much about it. And this person still claims that straight cis men need to fall in and need to uh, start dating trans women to be open to is like I feel like asking you can't tell me to do that and then expect me to just asking them to be more open to it is one thing I understand yeah. being like hey you know like go out on a fucking date with me you don't have to screw me or you don't have to take me home but like if you could not tell and it shouldn't even matter about passing at this point it really doesn't passing do you know what passing is I yes okay. I do know what passing is. um it shouldn't really remember matter. I have some trans it's, friends I don't still I don't think it it's so much to um, to say, hey, you guys should be a little more open-minded, especially considering a lot of transphobia when it comes to cis straight men will be like, oh, well, that's gay. Um, Thinking in that mindset, it might be considered toxic. that way psychologically. It's toxic. I think it's a very toxically masculine thing. I understand not wanting to sleep with a woman who has not had bottom surgery or a man who has not had bottom surgery. I get it. If you're looking for something genitalia-wise, that is one thing. But being open to taking someone out on a date, if, especially if you don't even know they're trans, and then like you find out and you're like, oh, well, this is over. Like I'm not gay. Like That's so I, extra I, for I, what? I find the problem with the whole trans commu uh, transphobic community thing being that guys are, uh, when guys uh, uh, go into that and then they're like well I can't do this because you're not a female wait, we can't get I show you something really quick oh god Did that top message was <laughs> yeah didn't want to know that <laughs> but uh I find it that I find that it's odd that these guys, the guys that go on dates with these passable or unpassable, I don't know which one it is, but they go on dates with these trans women and then they get a few dates in and then when they find out that the person isn't who they thought they were, they storm off and yet 30 seconds ago, this guy was talking about... Uh, uh, a relationship, having kids, all this crap. Like, I don't see how that Okay, you built a fantasy on what they looked like. Exactly. You know what so I mean? So for me, that's a, that There's... tells me you... Uh, that One, that tells me either you are delusional and easily convinced of stuff, or two, you're not paying attention. That's, I just think it's a gross mindset. I mean, how are you going <sighs> to... I one, it's that some people are even arguing. Well, you need to tell me on the first date. Someone shouldn't have to out themselves to you immediately. I feel like if you're just me, say someone swipes well, it, what is it right on Tinder for you, and you go out on a couple dates, and you know nothing progresses to the point of being sexual. If that's a time they would bring it up, you can't even be mad. It was dates. You didn't know the person. They didn't. They don't owe you immediately. Like, hey, by the way, I am someone who is transitioning from. Well, there's a certain time, there's a certain like third or fourth date thing where you need to be. Discussing oh, of course, that. but it shouldn't. Some people expect but... it to be right off the fucking bat, and I don't understand that mindset. Okay, are you gonna tell me what's in your pants right away? You're gonna walk up to me and be like, "Yo, I got a date." If I'm, if I'm being a smartass, I would tell you croutons. Yeah, I'm. 
Okay. I get. But, I, I know. But I mean, if you're going on a first yeah, date, that was wildly woman, inappropriate, but it worked. If you're going on a date with a woman, the first thing you say to her <coughs> would not be, "By the way, I got a dick in my pants," just so you know. It's like walking up to her. Hey, are your tits real? Yeah, it's it's completely. Fun. Who cares? That you're a guy. Me. You're seeing boobs. Who cares? <laughs> if you're if you're going on a date with someone, they like they're so it's it's a lot to unpack, and I feel like that uh-huh. argument shouldn't be coming from me. Because I don't really personally understand the struggles of that. We do have two trans masked people here, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Aries and their girlfriend, uh, Katie, said they would also be willing to talk to you if you wanted that for your podcast. I don't know. I haven't thought about that yet. I just struggled to get this one. I know. <coughs> now. <clears throat> but that way, they, they would probably be better at explaining the struggles within the trans community. Because one, one of the kids here does have, um, it's already on testosterone. And starting the transitioning process, um, and then Aries, Aries has been subdued a little bit, obviously, but, um, Aries has been struggling for years trying to get people to respect his pronouns, and just his dead name not being spoken. Now, in my own defense, if I do come, if I do, uh, say the wrong name or the wrong pronoun, it's, it's a matter of just reminding. To, I know, it's, it's not, for me, it's a process of trying to remember it, because, yeah, some of the people tell me their names and like five minutes later I totally forget because I'm too busy in the conversation. It's standard, but like it's okay, I'll help. I got this. I'm good with pronouns. Not even gonna touch that one. Just hands off. <laughs> Wash the hands off. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, so mildly Deadpool entertaining, it's just <laughs> you had to clean the hands off and maybe squeegee my brain just a hair it's bit. Just... Oh, it's Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What to you seems to be the biggest of the bad issues concerning the LGBT community umbrella? And I only is say that umbrella within it or with uh, coming is that coming from within or coming from outside of it? Coming from within it. Not coming from without, because I already know there's a buttload I think of challenges. But the I, negative and the negative within. I think Probably, in my opinion, one, it would be, well, this one's a mixture of inside and outside. Yeah, go ahead. Pe- uh, people of color youth. There tends to be a lot of homophobia in that area towards them and sometimes coming from their peers. But I don't think that is the most pre- uh, permanent issue, and I'm also not qualified to speak on that again. Mm-hmm. I think it would be probably between a lot of the um, like lesbians and bisexuals and people under the bisexual umbrella. Solely because there is members within both of those communities who are trying to devalidify each other. Like lesbians saying, oh, well, you're not really bi because you don't date women all that often. Well, I mean. If you're looking for a quality woman, they're relatively hard to find. (laughs) Same with men. It's just not easy. And sometimes flirting flirting with women for someone who is under the bisexual umbrella is a million times harder because a lot of times we grow up just being like, oh yeah, men, you know, that's the normal. And then you're like, "Mm, men aren't the only thing that's nice. We've got other options and they're also pretty great. Yeah, it's leaving the uh, the heteronormatives. Yes, and I mean, I've told you, I suck at flirting with women. The only person I can flirt with is my best friend Sierra and we're like planning on getting married in our 30s. Big gay for each other, okay? Hey, whatever. we're not... I can't flirt with, like, random women. Like, I know you could probably walk up to a chick and be like, whatever, flirting. 
No, I use my personality and my intellect on that. See, one. I don't. It doesn't always work because women. Me are, around women a lot is of like. Women, if you go into a bar, your women aren't going to be dazzled by your intellect. They're going to be dazzled by what you're wearing. If you're wearing bling oh, and you, spending a bunch of money. Do you, do you pull out? Money, do you pull out them skinny jeans you got just for mom? No. <laughs> you don't like wearing your skinny jeans to the bar. No. Hell, I ain't even been to the bar in forever anyway. Oh, okay. I stopped going to the bar regularly back when, when you I were When I turned 21, my friend, when I turned 21. Yeah, you ain't there yet. <laughs> but yeah, um, I stopped going to the bar back when you were younger because I realized my job was to uh, yeah. personally guarantee you guys you're up the correct way from my end of it. But yeah, women tend to like guys who are t obviously toxically masculine. Because the biggest baller with the biggest attitude is the one who gets the girl. A lot of I the time, the that a lot of times you'll so, find that out when you get older. No, I, I've older. already noticed some of it. Um, shit, I hear it on both sides of the spectrum, all uh, sides of the spectrum, really. She'll get it. <laughs> um, I'll I train her yet to not get <laughs> up when she's not supposed to. Um. I feel I find that toxicity in general um, comes from all ends of the spectrum. because um, there's men or boys, probably more like boys than men. Because they haven't okay. really grown up and got. They'll be like, "Oh well, I can't be in something that's not toxic. Is it that, or is it that you just don't want to have to actually grow as a person? You want to be able to shift the blame onto the other person the whole time because your your toxicity is a little bit less than theirs." And same with some women. They'll be like, oh, but I only date bad boys or toxic men. Is that really what you're going for? Or is it just an excuse not to work on yourself and to better yourself and grow as a person and grow as a relationship? And I think a lot of I think a lot of people who hit the bar scene should come to that realization. But honestly, that's what the alcohol is for, so they can forget <laughs> that they're supposed to be responsible adults. Yeah. Hence why I had you later than a lot of their just... friends had kids. Because while they were all out par partying and going through divorces and custody battles... I was at home drinking beer, making sure you kids didn't kill each other, which was really helpful in the long run, considering I kind of like my kids. <laughs> Even yeah. though they caused me a little more baldness than I'd like. Where's them gray hairs at, my guy? <laughs> Let me pluck them out. <laughs> oh, no. I earned these. I, I got them now. I'm, in, I'm past 40. I'm good. If I, go, if I go completely gray tomorrow, that'll be okay by me. Leave my slippers. <coughs> <coughs> Now, do you see any difficulty in your position in the uh, greater LGBT community as it stands? I think, do you want to elaborate a little bit so I can get the full thoughts <laughs> of the question instead okay. of just giving an arbitrary answer? Do you feel that you are in, do you feel that you're in the appropriate position within the umbrella of LGBT in where it's going now? I think so, yes. Um, I know there's a lot of toxicity within the communities themselves. There's people, uh, there's a lot of issues. And that's stuff that's being worked on. Albeit not everyone is willing to work on themselves and their part, the role they play in the community. And, yeah. you know, that happens within every community. We act like all straight people are great. No, some a lot of them really suck. No, some straight people are just... Should have been, should have suffered from late term abortionism. Yeah, <laughs> go but the, like go there's gonna be bad people in every community, but the community <clears throat> itself is one doing a lot better than it ever has. But a lot of people forget where it started. 
Yeah, it depends on where you consider the starting point to be, though. That well, that's actually Pride the Month. Lynch so let's thing. let's let's go with Pride. Let's go with Pride. Pride Month and the Pride festivals. That all started with Stonewall. It uh-huh, started. In the 1970s. Mm-hmm, it started with. So uh, I was wondering where color. you were going. Then when you said Stonewall, <laughs> aha, the seventies. Yes. Um, one, <clears throat> she was a person of color. She was a sex worker, which most people forget about. And you and I don't forget those details. Yes, I, and she was also a trans woman. She's trying to play with your curtain. Oh no, she's been thing. playing with it. Okay, right. just want to make sure. She started, you know, the okay. and all of that. Uh, but it didn't start as a festival. It started as a riot because at the time, obviously, I mean, I assume you know the best of the details, or I like to assume you do. Yeah, I've done some reading on <laughs> it. There were bans on wearing a certain amount of female clothes depending on what's in your pants. And, like, cops are trying to sh- sh- straight shake you down and, like, search your pants. Like, one, cops, that is completely fucking disgusting. Cops at the time were... Corrupt. Corrupt. And they were from the good old boys system because there were an assload of cops out in uh, out in the Oakland area over by where the riots took... Over I love to smoke a cigarette while you're in your podcast. But your lungs, not mine. <sighs> I'm going to smoke when I get home. Okay. Besides, if I get in trouble for it, what are they gonna shit? do? <laughs> Tell my mom. What are mom? they gonna do? Oh my Tell god! Me. Tell my She's mom. Gonna do a cigarette. What are you gonna do? Tell my mom. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's funny how the co- how a lot of the cops from the good old boy systems from the south made it all the way o- all over America at the time. Um, they were they were literally extortionists well, and rapists and murderers at the time i think my favorite because there were you you if you've read enough about it you realize that they did rape some of the people there it was and we're not disgusting. talking like in an alley we're talking 16 cops around one person they stripped them down whether they're male or female and sodomize them or sexually assault them and rape them until the cop or cops we're done with whatever they were doing. It was and then they would just leave vile. them dead after beating the crap out of them. It was absolutely vile. And I think yeah. my biggest part of discourse right now within... Mm-hmm. It stems around Pride Month. It comes from all the younger ones. I'm not saying it's just the younger ones. Saying that yeah. cake shouldn't be at Pride. Saying that what should be? Cake. Okay. And to some degree, yes. I feel like there's definitely parts that are more like, you know, for the younger ages. But I feel like that should definitely still be 13 and up. Because... At the riots, it was the sum of the sex workers, the people involved in kinks, coming out and fighting alongside. Because some of the shit that was going down couldn't be taken lightly. It wasn't something that was easy to do. There were people decked out in leather coming out, fucking, you know, doing their thing. Yeah. Because they were kind of the muscle at well, the time. Well, that's where the village they people were... came from with the le- with the biker wearing leather is from yeah. the kink scene. Yes. The gay And a lot scene. of people are trying to be like, oh, well, kink shouldn't... No, kink ha- plays a big part in Pride. Kink plays a certain aspect, but it's not... It doesn't have to... It's not supposed to revolve around it. I don't think it needs to be as central. I think it needs to be... I think there definitely be... should be some blocked off, like, 18 plus parts. Because they deserve to be included. They were a well, part of that fight, and they were a part what, of that struggle. What I'm saying is I think that the kink part, like with the leather pants or the chaps, whatever that crap is, that should be a fringe fashion statement, not we are t- kink <laughs> and automatically pull out a whip or a cat of nine tails. I don't 
my or a ball okay. gag. I mean, wearing a ball gag in a, in a in a parade is just dumb to begin with. I mean, if that's what they're <laughs> to suffer through, that's fine. Into some aspects of it, displaying kinks like you know, like I'm gonna whip this dude, I'm gonna walk this man in like a thong <laughs> on a leash, like. Yeah, that probably shouldn't be just walking down the street. But I definitely feel like kink deserves to be included. And a lot of people have well, been trying to shut out the sex work. an accessory part. thing. Oh, yeah. No, That way you course. can see it. I mean, if you got a pair of boxers on or even, you know, lycra biker shorts and you're wearing assless chaps, who cares? It's when you've got your flat. It's when you've got your plain ass hanging out of chaps in front of children that it tends to be the oh, issue. Oh, for sure. But I feel like a lot of people, especially now that Pride has been so, what is it, capitalized off of. Yeah. Big companies going, over, oh my God, look, here's my Pride collection. Yes, and it's become more of a thing for big companies than what it all really started as. Yeah. And I'm fine with it being a Pride festival. Yeah, that's great. Like, sell stuff. Sell stuff that makes you happy. But I feel like it's been so commercialized that they're trying to block out the worst of it. Now, here's, like, a, here's, a, here's a good comparison on that. Um... Pride is supposed to be like a Coca-Cola commercial. No big name speakers, just everybody enjoying life and loving it. Pepsi, on the other hand, hires huge superstars, pays them exorbitant fees to star in a commercial which sucks. It doesn't make you feel good. It's like, okay, they want us to yeah. drink Pepsi. Coke, they're like, here, here's our product. Here's us all having fun. No big names here. And then they go to then they go to another commercial. Yeah. And, and that's what it's supposed to be, but a lot of times it feels like they're trying to hide. They're like, yeah. oh, well, you it's know, you wear, you, yeah, you, you're wearing leather. That's really unseemly. That shouldn't be a part. It deserves a part. No they worse. played a part. I, I don't think it's any worse than a woman in a string bikini walking, over, uh, walking around in a parade. Oh, yeah, but that's so great. We love that. And a lot of people are trying to take that out because it's, it's not fitting their perfect little view of what it should be. Forgetting that it didn't start as a happy little festival where we're all marching the streets being like, yeah, hell well, yeah, that's why, we're That's different. why I asked you which area you're start, what, what you're calling the start of it. I'm talking about the sense of Stonewall. pride lines. Yeah. And it's... Because if, if you start earlier than Stonewall, there are five or six minor incidents before that that This could is be the first big one that kind of... Ca the like, Stonewall riots were... Fucking... They were pretty much the... They pushed um, everything the, was it the geosynthesis or whatever of most of what we know as pride? Yeah, and a lot of people seem to be forgetting where that all started, and I think that's painful. You know, yeah, that's how well, we repeat what's happened. In all honesty, and that's like probably humanity's like biggest fucking flaw at this point is forgetting what's happened and repeating it. We did that several times since I've been alive. Yeah, and every time I keep telling people things are cyclical, oh, this won't ever happen again. Yeah, it will, because we're fucked. We're we're we're, we're fucking human. stupid, and we forget about history. Those of us who know history don't repeat it. We try to help people, not really live a toxic cycle. But guess what? Everybody just well, we just want to live in peace. You can't, peace isn't free. Yeah, you have to actually you have to pay look for, for it. it. You have to pay. You for know, that Stonewall peace. is like a good prime example of that. Moving forward into what Pride is now, <sighs> yeah. it's a lot, and, lot more peaceful. A related, a related but closely linked thing is gays waited, most of the LGBT community waited from the 60s and 70s till gay marriage was normalized or uh, legalized by the Supreme Court. Then, literally not even five years later, all of the trans people were then shouting, well, we want our rights right now. We can't... It's, you can't. You only get one progressive movement 
for every so many years. Now, knowing that you are at least somewhat read and you actually pay attention to things, how do you feel about uh, the trans the trans community raging about their opportunity need to be right now? It needs to it needs to have already happened. I feel like the urgency of it. I understand it. Uh huh. It's com- a completely understandable want. I get that. In some case, maybe even a need. You know, not my place mm-hmm. to really say. But expecting it to happen right away is not going to happen. It's like saying racism like immediately ended. It didn't. It took a lot of fucking work, a lot of pushing, and it's 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 still here in some a lot subtler forms than it used to be. Mm-hmm. But it's not gone yet. And even with gay marriage being legalized, there's still issues. But that was a huge. It was a like, huge. It was a, a huge glass fucking, ceiling. Oh yes. I know because now every day, and now every year when me and my wife celebrate our anniversary, so do thousands of other gay couples because they decided to have the first, uh, they decided to legalize it the uh, the day before my wedding anniversary, <laughs> and guess what? Everybody got married that the next day. Hey, but it's still a big monument to be able to marry the person you are head over heels for, the person you want to spend the rest of your life. With. I know. I'm just That's pointing big. out the ironic. It's very, it's very big in just like mm-hmm. in society. Being married is a big thing, and wanting to be able to transition to be. The you that you are on the inside instead of just mm-hmm. what people see you as. It's an understandable want. It's an understandable thing. Yeah. But it's not something that happens overnight. And I wish that it was. And I wish that it could be. But that's going to take a lot of work. There's a lot of arguments being brought up. And there's a lot of different factors that go into it. And, you know, it's completely... i got to stand up for a minute. My ass is going numb. <laughs> it's completely see, this fine. This is why I stand behind the chair. So I stay in frame. Uh- um, it's a very big, I think it's understandable, but it's not plausible. I think that's the easiest way to put it. It's understandable wanting the right to be able to transition to who you are and the truest form of yourself, but it's unrealistic to ask for that to happen as soon as possible after the first big milestone in our community, and it'll been a pretty long time, to be honest, Yeah, has happened. And, I mean... There are so many factors that go into that. One, being put on the testosterone or the estrogen. Yeah, hormone replacement therapy. Yeah, it's it's something that can be... It's it's amazing, so I've heard, for like people who are you know going through it. But it's something that takes a lot of work. One, money. Two, and, and other things. It's not something that's immediately going to happen. There's restrictions. There's stuff that we don't even fully understand about it yet. Mm-hmm. There's still research that has to be done. Yeah, undoubtedly. To make it... You know, something that's going to be perfectly now, safe. Here's a really stupid one, just because it, just because we're on the subject of um, trans people. Now, I'm sure you remember the whole bullshit about tra- uh, trans people being in bathrooms. Now, what was your take? What was or is your take currently on that? For me myself. When like I go to a when I go to a baseball game or any any event, there's a lot of people in, and there's not a lot of the men's room, and there's like two guys in there pissing. What do the women do? Run in, take up the toilets. I mean, who and then they it? rush out, and it's like, okay, as long as you're not looking at my dick, who cares? Right. That's what straight guys I do, and I... gay guys probably do that too. But ever but a lot of people made a huge deal out of nothing that, uh, over something that happens probably every day. Well, so, So, yeah. what um, was your take on it? Well, there's a lot of factors that go into that, obviously. There's a lot of factors that go into everything. I know, everything. but and I'm you just know asking me. you My personal your, opinion, yeah, like, what it. the, 
What's the big deal? What are you going to do? Are you going to literally force someone to show you their genitals every time they walk into a bathroom just because they don't present as what you personally deem as a man? Like, are you, are you, if someone looks in and they look a little too feminine, you'd be like, show me your dick, right? Fucking, no, you're not. Because it's unrealistic and that's a fast-ass way to catch it's a, a sexual... Bathroom. It's, it's piss a bathroom. or shit. It's a fast-ass way to catch a fucking sexual harassment charge is what it is. And the you argument... You're to meet the right person, a good way to meet a fist. Yeah. And, like, <coughs> they were talking about, oh, well, what if sexual predators come in? Mm, if a sexual predator is... A sexual predator isn't likely to hit in a public restroom situation like that. They're more likely to wait in a park or some secluded area where there's not a lot of people. And not even just that. It was the argument of, well, oh, we're going to know what's in your pants. You know how many people have gone off on masculine lesbians for going into, like, they have to be like, yeah, like, dude, I got, I got titties, I got a vagina. Just because they're facing harassment for going into that fucking bathroom and not looking feminine enough for some women. I've known some women who are very, very manly. I mean, I, it's like, exactly. okay, it's you like... might be trans, but you need to relieve yourself, and I really don't give a shit what you're packing at all. As long as you're not trying to fucking put a knife to my throat or a gun to me, I really don't I care. But, like, the, the problem is that they're like, oh, we're going to know what you... you barely, they barely understand what a masculine lesbian may look like or a very uh, masculine woman. And why, why does that even bug them? Like, come on, they're just trying to piss just like you are. If someone comes into the bathroom that is very <coughs> feminine, like, into, like, the men's restroom. Oh, I've been in a two-stall bathroom where the next guy that walks in is a flamer. Yeah. He'll, it's not you know, doing that you. Gucci thing with that, like, with, that wrist, uh, with that limp wrist thing. Whips out his dick, goes to the bathroom, or take, sits down takes an earth-shattering well, shit. Did you hear about how some schools were trying to, um... Sorry. No, I understand. <laughs> I get it. Um, like I said, I had to get up because my ass is going numb. It's not going These down, are not the just, most comfortable chairs. They're parcels, so. But you were um, saying. I'm sure you heard about the debacle of um, some schools wanting to legalize being able to see what's in their students' pants before entering the bathroom if they didn't look right. That's actually illegal to do. But it's, yeah. it's illegal as fuck, but what does that bring us back to? Because that, the that fuck violates their Stonewall. right to privacy. Yeah, and Stonewall faced something very similar to that. Oh, the fuck. They face the brutality of it. And the fact that schools won and were... <coughs> well, whether it was going to get passed or not, the fact that that was even an argument was fucking bullshit. The word down the pipeline right now is they're trying to make a movie that is based on the Stonewall riots. If they don't do it justice, I'm finding. Well, accordingly, it's on, like, Hulu or uh, Netflix backlog. Because right now, the only thing that Netflix is really giving a damn about is, like, um, what is it? Um, Perry Mason? And the Sandman, because the Sandman's fucking going nuclear before it even gets released. Mm -hmm. And that should be out later uh, this yeah. year, because you know I'm going to download it. <laughs> A huge Sandman freak here. Yeah. But um, apparently there uh, somebody is doing uh, a movie well, is a based on the Stonewall riots, and it's supposed to be similar to, I don't know if you've seen these movies, but Judas and the Black Messiah, or The Trial of the Chicago Seven. If you haven't seen them, what I are you don't... chewing on? What did you get hold of? That's a hanger. I'll be fine. If you haven't seen their movie, watch Trial of the Chicago Seven. I know that seems like such a weird boost for that movie, but I'm her dad. <laughs> I like her watching good movies. Well, uh, so for example, um, there is a show currently on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a, I think it's a Netflix original, but I could be wrong. I think it's Midnight Effects. Who fucking knows? It's called Pose. And the original timeline, what, it starts in, like, 68, 69, and it's about trans 
gay, you know, whole LGBTQ, really. Yeah, the whole umbrella. And drag. I think there's a bit of drag in there. Not a whole lot, but, like, it's good. But it's mainly LGBTQ-focused. Mm-hmm. And people of color. And it takes place in, and it shows some of their struggles. I mean, it is very dramatic. It is kind of... It's not, like, a historical... Very historical. But it brings up enough of the issues that we're going on just then. Yeah. And there were... There's people still to this day who purposely seek out trans... Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, Because I know. that's there, their little fetish. There, there's an actual channel on some... I forget where it's at... But trans hunters, yeah, they actually go gross. looking for trans men and women, and apparently they've slow, they've had to slow down a lot. It's disgusting. But the stuff they do is illegal. It isn't allowed, and because because they don't because they do everything on the down low, they these people are the people who made that show. Are not in prison, which is where they should be. That's considering disgusting. I think they've I think they've contributed to the de- direct deaths of five trans people. Yeah, and like there's stuff like that. It talks about like stuff that happens. Um, how some of them are making money. Um, one of the main characters in the show, she goes by Electra. <laughs> sounds like the it sounds like a new version of the L word. But... It's it's very, but she she ends up getting her bottom surgery and. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a big milestone, and it talks about just, like, a way a lot of that community was hidden, and it takes place in, what was it, New York? It's a, it's a, it's, it's a really, I've just finished it, actually, and I think it's very interesting. I was going to say, because Stonewall didn't happen there, it happened in California, so you're talking clear across the I know, the but it's still talking a lot about, like, one, how AIDS wasn't being addressed, because it was something, oh, well, that's unsightly. AIDS, back in the 80s, was a gay people disease. I know, and, and that's Freddie why it was Mercury so gross. Was, Freddie Mercury was, like, the establishment poster well, boy they were talking it. about the racism like, behind it as well like mm-hmm. there was in a lot of cases it was like oh these little you know it was also talking about what is it like the beautification of different streets where it was like there's not going to be any more ghetto type thing you know what i mean very the stereotypical racism that you know white people were trying to push in different well, it's situations also different, it was also a very different era like yeah if you go back to the 60s and the 50s and 60s and even the 70s there was still a lot of the good old boy mentality of, well, we're doing it because we want to look this way. Even if the neighborhood's thriving and making an ass gaggle of money, it needs to get torn down because this per, this person who's supposed to be in power is saying that we want it to look yeah. our way, nicer, even if money is flowing, so even if it's all legitimate money. <laughs> Not drug dealing or pimping or any of that crap. I wouldn't say whoring, because not all prostitutes have pimps. Hey. Momoys. Just say hi. Just say hi. Yeah, it's her dog Luna. (laughs) She's a big baby. She's probably half the background noise going on, honestly. She's chewing on hangers, you know. No, no, I won't know about that until I get home. She's about 10 months old, actually. Oh, 10 months? (laughs) We can talk about that afterwards. Yeah. Down. Down. Don't worry about it. I can, if I can deal with a kid, I can deal with this pretty easily. She just wants to say hello. Now, are you still, are you, uh, are you what's considered now a social justice warrior? I don't think I'm as strong as I used to be, but my stances are all still the same. 
I stand by those, and that just goes to my morals and personally the way I see the world and how I've experienced it. Because oh, you know, me and you haven't had the same experiences in life, obviously. Yeah, well, we don't have the, we don't even have the same opinions a lot of the time. Yeah, but we can but talk you, about yes, it. Yes, you respect my opinion, and I respect yours as much as I can in some cases. <laughs> because sometimes when they they step into kind of the territory of like my life, what are you? Okay, that's just Scooby Doo. You can have him. No. Nope. <laughs> um. You know, some things, like, I still don't let my guy friends getting away with talking about. I had, um, what was it? Well, I don't want to name names, obviously, mm-hmm. this is a podcast. But I cut him off recently. You heard about it. Mm-hmm. He, he wanted to play the devil's advocate. I understand that at times. But when you were talking to me about the right for the reason why gay marriage shouldn't be legalized, you better believe I'm going to come at you with, like, fury. Because if I fall in love with a woman... Who are you, as someone who's just related to the opposite sex, and has always had the right to get with who you want, especially as a white man, who is straight? Like, all throughout history, you've pretty much been able to get with who you want, depending on classism, you know, at the time. But you've had it generally pretty easy. If I was to fall in love with a woman and you want to tell me I can't marry her, because because why? What is, and he wanted to play the devil's advocate for that argument. And for a lot of arguments, he sh- he had no right even trying and attempting to play the devil's advocate in. And being like, well, you're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. We come from very two different opinions and perspectives. Mm-hmm. And you don't two get to tell... Two schools of thought. Yes, and you don't get to look at me and tell me I'm wrong when you haven't even... You've had a really nice life. Like, I mean, middle class, you know, never really had to work for anything. Parents still baby him. Yeah, and he's like in no his idea 20s. what any of that's Yeah, <laughs> absolutely perturbing. Always been able to get pretty much whoever he wants. Mm-hmm. And honestly, he's pretty much a giant dick. And he wanted to try and play the devil's advocate. And he, well, I don't get why you're being so upset. Because you were trying to tell me my rights as a human and my right to love who I want to love is wrong. That's not... You don't get to make that call. No one really should get to make that call. I understand how that can be frustrating. And, you know, I ended up cutting him off. Because he wasn't respecting the fact that, one, I was going through things he didn't understand. Because he never had actually been through it. And then two, that... Nothing by his position left, I'd say he hadn't been through a whole lot of it. Oh, anyway. yeah, for sure. Definitely not. And he would try coming toward... I mean, like... Because diversity and difficulty build character, and apparently he didn't have very much of that. Yeah. So. And I'd be like, at times, like, yeah, I understand playing the devil's advocate. Me and you will play the devil's advocate for each other to have certain opinions. Even if I full heartedly agree, they'd be like, but what if... Yeah, we can play the what-if game. It is not his place to play the devil's advocate, one, when it comes to just a number of different social justice movements and other things. I still stand the same on pretty much everything. And those haven't changed. My ferocity fighting for them has died down a bit. Not on purpose, but just because it's getting tiring arguing with old white cis men. They're... Because God and Trump said so! No, man, that's not... That's not the point. That's not the point of my argument. My argument is like... I had a I had an old coworker. He was like That's more theological and philosophical. I was dating I my ex girlfriend at the time, right? When mm. I worked at Arby's. He was a white supremacist. And I mean like cult Trump following. I understand supporting the man, but like hangs off of every word he says. Like it is in the Bible. And he would be I've like I've known some people that are like that. Yeah. Inside work he'd be pretty respectful about it and be like he, he honestly didn't. He was homophobic outside of work, but in work you can't do that. Kiss him, bye bye. But he was like, especially I don't with see- the new law that's about to be passed. Yeah, he was like, he was like, I don't see why you like women. I was like, okay, well, my my guy, you like women. Why do you like women? He was like, well, they've got nice bodies, they've got pretty voices, they look pretty. Yeah, they, they have a good time. Boobies and vagina. I was, 
I was like, you think I can't be attracted to that same thing? You don't think I don't find it pretty? You think I don't see him and be like, oh my god, this woman is a goddess. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Like, it's the same thought I'm process. I'm not lesbian, <laughs> unless you want to consider a straight man a lesbian in a guy's body, but... Uh, it was just it was just trying to explain it to him. But outside of yeah. work, he was trying to be like, well, you have no right to be in... How, how are you going to tell me my rights? How are you going to tell me who I'm attracted to? And trying to argue with him about it and just a bunch of different people over it was getting annoying. I will not tolerate intolerance. I mean, unless you're being, like, you know. <laughs> I do tolerate... I could see you tolerating intolerance if it was part of the, if it was part of a pointed debate making an uh, making yes, a but making within friendships if you're going to tell me that I have no right and there's no way I'm attracted to the same gender bye bye oh. sorry my ass went numb again people <laughs> these chairs are rather taxing they're like riding a motorbike for too long oh ass feels like it's taking a pounding no Deadpool jokes please yeah. I know you want you to go there you don't want to get <laughs> no. <laughs> You don't need to pull on the strap on for an International Women's Day. No. Okay, let's see where we are here first. We are at 52 minutes, so we're doing pretty good. Yeah. And this is just a slow, this is like the slow a part. decent start to it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's just, I don't know. I feel like I don't tolerate intolerance when it comes to being mm -hmm. bigoted against something that you have no right being bigoted against. I'm just looking out the window to see if my truck is still there. No. Oh, the rims are going. No. <laughs> It was on cinder blocks, man. <laughs> no, it's um, I don't tolerate intolerance of most forms, especially when it's something that one you probably have no right having a say in. You know what I mean? I understand wanting to come from a different perspective. I understand not saying things I died. But if you're gonna tell me you don't like gay people because they're gay and you're straight, I think you're stupid. What are you... I don't understand it, and that could just be me not being straight. But like, I don't understand homophobia at all. Or transphobia, for that matter. And I just, I don't see why well, you're scared of something that doesn't I pretty get, much affect you. I get certain kinds of transphobia because when I was growing up, we didn't have all this that you have today. Like, when I was your age, we had a guy who put on lipstick and wait, walked wait, around. Wait, 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 wait. Question. Can huh. you put Feet Luna in the subtitles? What? On the subtitle for your podcast name? Do what? Featuring Luna. I suppose I can. Surprise appearance from Doggo. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know by the time this video comes out whether I did that or not. Hi, baby. Say hi. Now, as far as social justice warrior movement goes, moving along the same thread, do you believe that the police should be defunded or do you believe the, uh, the police reform needs to be introduced instead? Is it fair to say both? Yeah, it's fair. I think one, it needs to be defunded and tear to the fucking ground because of how it started and the ways that are still in place and then completely reformed restarted renewed remade because in the way it is that is like telling me that say i am but a wee child again getting abused <laughs> again <laughs> and the cops show up to deal with it actually fuck let's go with a better example let's go with a like an actual example from my life Fucking, you know, my abuser at mm -hmm. my place, you know, beating me. But because there's no visible scars on me and she's left some on her by beating me. Because, you know, bruises take a minute. And, you know, sometimes throwing forks at people, if they don't directly stab them hard enough, they're not really going to leave a mark for that long. By the time the cops got there, they were taking her side. Without realizing, one, that I'm a foster kid. Or, like, 
I'm about to go on the fuck scare, that there is over 80 complaints in CPS and not really understanding the fullness of the situation. Uh, a lot of cops, in my opinion, and from personal experience, a lot of times we'll start with violence. And just because someone is not immediately obeying you does not give you the right to shoot them. I, you don't, like, if I was disobeying you as your kid, you would just pull out a gun and be like, you better fucking calm down right now. Like, that doesn't make sense. And as a police officer, they need to be better trained. I have heard people in customer service put up with more shit than cops do. I've worked in customer service. Yeah, I'm sure you know. I've had people cuss me out because they were they didn't have the right number of pickles on their hamburger. I've heard that too. And they, yeah. And they want to tell me. They want and to, the sad part is I, I was working at McDonald's uh, back when you were still in diapers. You were still in diapers. Oh, there's a point. And a were... customer said that and... The the uh, manager who trained me, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, young man? You, they're, they're complaining about the number of pickles. Move out the way. What are you going to do? I want to see this. Chucked it, hit him straight in the fucking uh, face with it. And he's like, I'm going to sue you guys. He walked out. It's like, <laughs> that guy's not even regular. He's from out of state. He's here for a tournament. Fuck him. We don't need him. And it wasn't for the fact that I was being a dick. It's like, a you're going to complain. They told you how many pickles come on it. You didn't order extra pickle. I had a woman at the mm -hmm. Arby's drive-thru. Okay, so a beef and cheddar. Let's break down the sandwich, why don't we? Roast beef is cooked till it hits about, what, 400 degrees in the in the, in the internal temp because of the way it's cooked at I go Arby's. by the because way it, it has, cuts. I go for the time. It's well, sitting. at Arby's, the way it goes. And it only can sit out for a certain amount of time mm. and until it hits a certain temperature. It's both of those things, yeah, right? Yeah, once it gets sliced, it'll start dropping like an anchor. Yeah, but it, it has to average somewhere above around, like, um, it has to over, uh, be over 200 to still be good. Like the internal temperature. Right? Perfectly uh, acceptable. Are we talking about the uncut roast beef? or the No, cut? like uncut. Like when it's on the slicer and it's being used okay, for sandwiches. Yeah, it, I, you I know what I mean? That, yeah. It's hot as fuck. Okay. Yeah. Buns get toasted. My hands are melting. Yeah. Buns <laughs> get toasted before put, being put in the wrapper. <clears throat> and the cheese is kept in a warmer so it stays melted for the beef and cheddars. I kind of already figured that yeah, out. Much. Of yeah, of course. You know what I mean? And who next up? Lady, KFC circuit recipe. A lady at the window. <laughs> a lady at the window tried telling me her beef and cheddar was cold. I could feel the heat from the sandwich while it was wrapped through my glove. And she was like, "Well, it's cold." I was like, "Ma'am, if you hand that back to me, we're gonna have to make you another one, but it's gonna be the same temperature." You know what I mean? Because that's pretty much the way it's gotta go. Uh -huh. It's not. You really have a standard. You have to serve food at. Yes, and she. She didn't like that. She noticed I was chewing gum. She was chewing her gum herself. The difference is mine is mine has a silver wrapper because I chew what is it extra, mm -hmm. so that's got a silver wrapper. It was a Wrigley's gum wrapper. She stuck inside her sandwich and demanded a refund. And my boss was like, "Bree, you were chewing gum." I was like, "I let everyone know before I came into work today. My wisdom teeth are coming through. If I don't chew gum, I'm gonna be in pain because I've got to get." And basically, I'm basically teething. <laughs> like, I have to I have to do it some way, and most of the times I tuck it. And she managed to catch me after I'd closed the window with the gum in my mouth because I was chewing it a little bit more towards the front of my mouth. <sighs> and she put the Wrigley wrapper in there, and she was like, she went off. She's like, well, there's a food wrapper. I was like, ma'am, you're being really extra for no reason. And she's like, well, I'm, I'm telling corporate and all of this. And I was like, ma'am, if you don't like the way the food is prepared, maybe you should go to another fast food franchise. <laughs> and uh, see, that's why I couldn't, I couldn't do window or, uh, cashier. 
Because I, I would absolutely be Deadpool. Cur- one of my coworkers, <sighs> literally, some guy was yelling at her because he ordered the two for five at my job. He was mm. like, well, I want single with cheese. And she was like, and what would you like as your other sandwiches? And he was like, I want single with cheese. But he didn't say it like, he was like, he just kept repeating that same line. And she was just trying to clarify because, you know, overhead says, and we don't want to fuck up the order. And he wasn't being like, hey, I want two singles, singles with cheese for the two for five. Real clear, real easy, not difficult. And that's pretty much how anyone else would say it. Mm. And she was just trying to get the clarification. He came to the window, he's like, you should just it, beat it into her. I can beat it into her myself. I've seen a coworker jump to my drive-thru window so fast. Because she was like, oh, you're going to beat it into me? Come in. Come in there. Really unprofessional, but like, fast food workers put up with a lot more shit than cops do nine times out of ten. I wouldn't know. I've never had an, I never had to uh, go to a nut job who just sliced open, uh, sliced some people open. So. That's different. I mean, in the case, like, there was that case recently. What was it? The foster girl. She was getting beat up in her home. She was also a person of color. And when the she called the cops, she called family members, she was on the phone with them, and they were, like, going at her. And she ended up getting a knife to defend herself. And I don't expect everyone to know this, but in foster homes, you are not always put with same people. You are not put with are people Are you talking who about are... that uh, black chick who was recently shot while, uh, while holding a knife? Uh, that, that, that whole case is double-edged. It is a very it's, double-edged it's a catch, sword. But, I mean, in the sense of the, the situation... From what I've gleaned, I haven't done an extensive amount of research on it, obviously, so I'm not going to claim that I have. The cops shouldn't have tried shooting her. Knowing the pretense of what was going on and what had been going down, and two, where they were going, they should have first, very, in general, should have tried de-escalating, especially in a situation like that. A lot of people don't understand what goes on within the foster system, and in a lot of it... A well, lot you, of have a, very... you have a different understanding of the foster I, system I do. than, say, I really do. me, for instance. Yes. But my point is, in that situation and in a lot of situations, they should de-escalate. I get where there are situations where it may have to be gun first, but there is a lot where the gun, gun comes first where it shouldn't be. Because you're first... And uh, you're... I'm not saying that every shooting is unwarranted. Oh, of course. But like the video that I watched... The cop had to make a split-second decision on whether this girl gets stabbed, this other lady gets stabbed, or this girl gets shot. Do I believe he should have shot her in a kneecap? Probably so. You shoot her in a kneecap, she ain't holding the knife no more. Go for her hand. Something other than, like, a direct kill shot. It should, in my opinion, it should <sighs> never be a kill shot. If it's going to be a kill shot, it probably shouldn't just be the police there. They don't always have that option. I know it's not. I'm not making. Uh, I'm not making the case for the police on every single case where a shooting happens. Shit. Just that Featuring from Luna. from from the facts. Uh, just from looking at the video, <laughs> she had a knife. A cop had a split second decision. This ch- this other lady gets stabbed, or this girl gets shot. They have to make a choice and commit a le- the lesser of two evils. Yeah, I just I'm just feel not like, justifying oh, no, the cop for his decision. I know that. And I'm just saying in a lot of situations, there's (coughs) definitely the need for them to be properly trained of de-escalation. Because if a customer service is trying to de-escalate a fucking customer just because it's in their job description, there's no reason the cops shouldn't be able to do that. Because there's a lot of situations where violence is not going to be And the cops get paid, what, I think now it's like 30 bucks an hour because you're training? Yeah, and a lot of fast food workers still get paid damn near near minimum wage. At this point, nobody should be making anything less than ten dollar an hour, just because of the fact that well, we need workers. Well, pay them. You're a multi-billion dollar company. I end up getting this new job. I will get paid ten dollars an hour. <laughs> but and, and my cause is not to stir up a shit pot of controversy. 
is to see your view on it. Oh no, of course. And for me, I you already know I do this. You, we pointed it out well over a year ago. Because you love pointing it out to people that when people start jumping on my ass for saying this was justified and that wasn't justified, people jump on my ass and you keep have to keep reminding people, I go on a case-by-case -case basis only. Yeah. I don't group all of them. This is systemic racism. No. I look at each I think there definitely is that. But, like, case. I understand that there there's going to be, be details. There might be a pattern of systemic racism, but I can't, I don't look at it that way. I look at well, it case-by-case. Well, you also case, don't warn like yourself with the ability to be able to say that. And in that <coughs> case, that is completely understandable. It's like me saying, I don't think I have the experience, nor that I don't have the place to speak on something. And a lot of times, that's how you view it. And I'm not saying that's exactly what it is, but that's what mm -hmm. it's like. You're like, I'm not warranted to make this decision. <coughs> I'm not warranted to say this is what it is. But in this specific scenario, this is what I see, and this is how I'm viewing it. And that is completely understandable. But you're not trying, you're not being like, oh my god, well, there's no way this is a thing, because you don't see that as your place. You go on a case-by-case -case basis, and for you, that's what works, no, and that's I, what makes if, sense. If I see an underlying or overlying trend, I point it out, but I don't make this assumption that it's systemic racism. Black people are just egging to be shocked. No, 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 no. Not at all. Like, for instance, going to the very touchy subject of, like, uh, um, uh, George Floyd. When his, when the police officer who was responsible for his death you was charged, I even mentioned on my podcast the last two charges, he's dead to rights on. He should have been found guilty of them. I don't believe he was in he should have been charged with the first count of murder. And but, that's your opinion. You know what I mean? And that's the way you see it, and that's what you gathered from what you learned and from your research that yeah, you I did personally of research, did. Had to. You know what I mean? And in my opinion, <clears throat> and from my morality, because my morality tends to be a lot more compassionate than yours, old man. Motherfucker should be rotten where the fuck he's rotten, because in my do I need to turn on the lights soon? No, we've still got plenty of light. Okay. And if I can still see you. In because this, yeah. I need to turn on the light. Let me know. I got um, well, light like I said, this I didn't know how long this is going to last, and we're already well into the hour and five minute mark. But this may end up being a multi part video. Who knows? Okay. Um, I think in that case, yeah, my morality lies with some guy ever has to call out now that um, he can't breathe. You know what I mean? You, you're obviously doing something <coughs> fucking wrong, and I didn't pay too closely to the trial. I found out that the man was sentenced. And God fucking damn it, he deserved it. The people who were fighting against him being sentenced on any charge were absolute utter fucking fools. No, I and and see that's where I differ from a lot of people. I think he should. I I, yeah, I was absolutely you, for being charged, just not the first count. You, yeah, you on. wanted to make it the appropriate charges in the way that you. I saw wanted it. to make it a justified, true justice verdict instead of. With, have with you the heard? morality of the full situation, I understand the first charge being, you know, you know, coming out the way it did mm -hmm. because of the way my morality lies and a lot of people's will. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's the facts of the matter. Emotions tend to get in the way for all humans. Judges well, emotions not. came through and they've already proved that the, ju that the jury has ne was tainted by a Black Lives Matter member who was adamantly trying to go against... Uh, what would have been true justice for social justice. Hey. <clears throat> and I'm not saying that sometimes social justice isn't warranted. <clears throat> but when but when when a when a jury is being threatened by members of by elected officials, if they don't come up with the right verdict, I think at that point you should throw a mistrial. 
Straight up, the judge tell the jury, it's over, don't even worry about it. Hurry out and throw the shit away. Because the, the, uh, the uh, addresses and phone numbers of the jurors were released while they were deliberating. The first day they were deliberating. Jesus Christ. They got released that day. They're not supposed to be released until the day after everything is over. Just so as you know. So I believe we were robbed of a true justice in, 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 in favor of a social justice verdict. Yeah, I know. You're blah, blah, blah. I know. And then, versus, then you have an adverse case like Breonna Taylor. I think that's her name. Yes. Now, with her case, I'm not as, as intimately aware of everything as you are, because you followed a lot more than me. Uh, she's but a woman, after all, and what do you get from a feminist? I, I believe that her shooting was wrong. I believe the cops should go to jail for shooting her, for causing her death. At the same time, and no, I'm not butting this, at the same time, you have to uh, take into account the fact that her boyfriend was actually de was actually uh, dealing drugs. Dealing or not, there was one no warrant. Um, it was a no knock warrant, actually. Yeah, so that makes it like a million times even worse. Um, and one, Brianna never should have been caught in that crossfire, no matter what. I happened. agree. If she didn't totally. jump over his fucking body, there was no reason for her to get fucking shot. And that's coming from, like, the depths of the fury I feel over a lot that happened uh -huh. there. People get with shitty people, but that doesn't mean you get caught in the crossfire. That's like shooting a fucking little kid just because they're in the room. It's It doesn't make any fucking sense. And at the same time, the only thing I can say, even coming close to semblance of a defense on that, is... You know a kid's in the room, you're actively trying not to hit the kid, you're pointing your gun at the other end, and then the asshole you're shooting at grabs the kid and, Now shoot, bitches! Yeah, but that's... They're going to force you to kill that kid yeah. in order to kill him, to keep yeah. him from killing anyone more. But I don't... The Breonna Taylor, Taylor situation was, wasn't like that. I, wasn't I understand that. I'm only shit. making a oh, loose, no, I understand very that. And that's what I'm saying. Comparison. I literally said that. I was like, unless she had literally jumped in front of his body to fucking save him, there is no reason she should have been shot. And I can't disagree with you on that. I'm not going to disagree. That'd be like you get into a shootout with the cops and then them shooting me and I'm standing like, what, even just two feet away. Like, bitch, mm, if you're a cop, you should probably be a little bit better trained. They're supposed that. to be trained to shoot within a certain area. And shooting somebody six to eight, uh, even two foot away, they're not more than, if what, a, 20 if, foot away from them when they're shooting? If it's a, if it's a kill them? shot at that, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're done fucked up. <laughs> oh, my ass went numb again. Would you like a pillow on your chair? No. But say hi to father. Hey. I figured I would point out that the, the both these cases are weird because George Floyd, the only thing that people cared about was the eight minutes or whatever, eight minutes, nine seconds, whatever it was, that he was shouting, I can't breathe. The only thing I can scientifically say about that, if you got enough air to say you can't breathe, you can still breathe. But do Luna I feel said, hit? Do Luna I feel said, but what, man? <laughs> but what? But, uh, and then on the other hand, you have Brianna Taylor, who her family settled. I don't think they should have. Oh, for sure. Definitely not. And then her, uh, the cop who shot her has gotten off. I do not agree with that. But I think these settlements are... It's going to sound weird, but I think these settlements were more a joke. 
Because it's like, okay, we're going to get you settled for this much money and a promise of police reform. And they don't real, they don't realize police reform, uh, police reform is then, you get fucking put at the back of the line in that one. Because it's not their priority. Their priority is to stop the riots that happened like last summer. The riots that happened last summer. Um, like the riot that happened at the Capitol. Yeah. Those are all not okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we very yeah, different well, there. Yeah, I, I, think I, I, don't, I think we got have, so off topic no, on this podcast. You have an opinion about it, but I get that. That's... I, I'm saying it's not okay for... Oh, tell them. Tell them what's up. Say, I, I, don't, I don't agree with those protests become, having become violent incidences. Not necessarily the backing behind them, but the violence that came out of them is what I don't agree with. We got really off topic. Uh -huh. Well, that happened. <laughs> because these are your opinions and you're part of the LGBT community. That's out. <laughs> but yeah, I think we better stop this one and I will probably have another conversation with you. We're going to be dressed in different clothes then, though. But um, I'm probably still going to wear the same clothes. Come on now. Uh, yeah, don't need to see. I was looking at. <laughs> uh huh, Shut sure. Up. Shut up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, it was Luna, nice. To, it was nice being able to interview you for a little bit of time. Hey, Luna. Um, I hope you got something out of this. <coughs> My we'll, dog not cooperating. Come we'll, here. We will see if we can't set up another interview. It may not be this month. It may be next month. I don't know yet. Gosh, gonna take the pride out of Pride Month. Okay. Would you rather continue or just stop? <sighs> Come here. Love is like a talker. Come on, Luna. You're not like a square. Help her get You're up. Like a circle. Yeah. I wanted to see goodbye. No. Yes, let her say goodbye. Okay. Come um here. apparently Come I've got two uh, two other people I might be able to get, interview as a couple. I don't know. We're I've gotta figure that one out. But it won't be tonight. As I am now critically in danger of being late to home and having my wife be like, What the hell are you doing? But we're gonna let this one go. We will continue this. You gotta do interview. a close up on Luna before you go. I don't make the rules. I make the rules. Hello. It's Luna's rules. She oh, has to you're have a funny. Close up. Next thing you know, you'd be telling the dog told you to stab somebody. She did actually. It was you. Okay, let's pick this up. Come here, Luna. Come here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> she says something. What's up? Okay, now. <laughs> we will see you guys next time. Have fun. And remember, this is the Carl Experience. Please click and subscribe. Don't listen to this clickbaiting. <laughs>